You're now listening to Genesis with Dina Mali, an inspirational podcast of play-by-play faith, faith in application. I'm your host, Dina Mali, and welcome. Good Sunday afternoon. Please forgive me um, if the sound goes in and out. I'm hooked to the mic and um, there's cords. So I'm trying to work on the sound quality for the podcast. But anyway, um, I greet you in the name of Jesus. Today is Sunday, August... I don't know, 13th or 14th? I don't know, I'm not looking at a calendar. Anyway, um, it is 12.53 in the afternoon here in the United States. Just wanted to send a quick shout out to um, everyone listening in other countries. Um, Kenya, uh, Czechoslovakia, um, the Dominican Republic, Oh my goodness. Um, you all are listening from everywhere. The United Kingdom, um, Germany. I mean, I am absolutely just grateful for, you know, God connecting you uh, with this podcast. Um, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your families. I'm praying for your relationships. Um, I came on today because I had um, some quiet time in the house. And so um, during this quiet time, I had, you know, more time to sit with the word, more time to listen and hear from God. And I am right now doing everything I can to just maximize that silence Um, and as I've been moving throughout um, the house one of my dear dear friends um, has been just really heavy on my mind now if you've listened to previous uh, recordings you know that I have said that the enemy is after the heads of the house. I don't know how many times I have to say it. But today, what I was reminded of is that as people of God who pray, that um, if you are an intercessor, that you can change any and every situation. What do you mean by that, uh, Minister Carrington? Uh, What I mean is that your mouth is a tool to be used by God, for God. Um, I just listened to um, an apostle that I absolutely adore, um, And he was, you know, he was saying, you know, you as intercessors, you as people who pray, you know, um, God birthed you 
through a woman's womb so that he could have a vessel in the earth. I agree with Apostle Roberts a thousand percent. Yes. And, um, you know, he's not the only um, apostle that I've heard say that, but he's the most recent right now. And so I was listening to him and I was like, oh, my goodness, God, you know, um, I know that sometimes we hear things, you know, and you hear them and sometimes it does not, you know, connect, you know, when you're in certain situations, that information sometimes doesn't connect. And so, um, as my friend has been on my mind and I was about to reach out to her, um, I was being led to find a book that I, um, reference a lot, a book that I love to read a book that I will leave certain pages open in certain rooms of my home after I've read it. Um, and this book is called uh, Praying with Fire by Barbara Billette. Um, Praying Effectively Using God's Word, which is something else that I've said on the podcast. You know, um, we're not praying just to pray. We're praying the word of God over, you know, and the result you're not praying the problem you're praying the result right okay so anyway um sorry the intro was long but it's some things that need to be said so as I was about to call my friend mind you I woke up got myself together um and I just cooked my breakfast and God said, you can't eat until you do this. Um, And while I'm not like starving or, you know, super hungry, you know, I was paying attention enough and it was silent enough for me to hear him say that. So there are a couple of things that I received this morning. And one of those things is I'm going to be canceling the spirit of fear right now. Okay. I never watch the news. And for some reason, um, (laughs) today, uh, this afternoon, about 1203 said, put on the, put on the news. I'm, I'm like, okay. Um, so I turn on the TV, um, and you know, I, I have to find the news channel because I don't know what the channel is. Um, and so the news is on. And on the news, they're talking about um, the recession and they're talking about uh, people not being able to pay their bills. And because they're not being able to pay their bills, that the interest rate on their credit cards and things like that um, is going to continue to go up. And while there is a concern, I am not worried. And the reason I'm not worried is because while I'm watching this, you know, here comes, you know, a thought of, uh-oh. And as soon as that thought came to me by the enemy, you know, I said, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You are going to prosper during the recession. You will not lose anything. 
no good thing will be withheld from you so these um i guess rebuttals of what the in the truths come on okay here we go yes holy spirit come on in here the truth of what the enemy tried to place in my mind which was a lie right god refuted god rebuttaled that no no that's not going to be the case and so i sat down and i said okay what is it because he's tugging on me he was tugging on me he's tugging on me and i said i hear you and while i sat there he began to say if the enemy will put out lies people see it and people begin to believe those lies i need somebody some people who will put out the truth of what I'm saying so that people will have something to combat these thoughts and these lies um, that the enemy is trying to plant in you. I hope I'm making sense. So I said, okay. And as I sat there at my desk, God began to say, not only will you prosper, but you will operate in the overflow. Why? Because I am the I am. I am God. And no good thing will I withhold from you. And so I said, okay, God, if you're giving it to me, you know, you want me to share it with others. Because we can't believe everything we see. We have to begin to speak these things as though they are. That is what faith is. Even though you don't see it, you know what God told you and you believe what he said because he said it. And who is he? He is the God of all. He is our heavenly father. He knows all. He sees all. He is all. So, while I was sitting there with this, he brought it back to my remembrance again, the heads of the household. A lot of your homes are under attack. A lot of your minds are under attack. You have the words in your mouth to shut it down. I'm reminding you today that you pray the solution And that you can cancel every assignment that has been sent out against you. You can dismantle molecular structures in the spirit that the enemy has built up against you. And you can call them down. But you have to do it. You have to speak. You have to open your mouth. Just like the apostle reminded us this morning, you have to have a prayer life. And that requires sacrifice and dedication. 
in order for your mindset to be shifted, in order for your situation to be transformed, in order for your mind to be renewed, you have to be in the word. Not only in the word, it has to be applicable to your life style. Which means it should be noticed by others who are around you. And I can I can agree with the thought that you are having now. <laughs> Easier said than done. Absolutely. But anything worth fighting for sometimes is not always easy, is it? The job that you currently have, you didn't just walk into the building and they give it to you. You had to apply. There's work to be done. You had to go through the process of of being hired. You had to have an interview. After you submitted the application, they, they called you back and said, okay, now they asked you a ton of questions. You had to be able to respond to their questions in a way that assured them that you were the right fit for the job. So you had to do work. Not only that, let's take it a step further. You had to believe that you were the right person for that job. You had to believe that which means you had faith because guess what? You didn't have the job yet, did you? No, you didn't. But you believed that you were the right person for the job, so you had faith. And because of your faith, you walked in confidence and authority. And if you have a prayer life, you probably prayed filling out the application. You probably prayed to God even, you know, before the job came open that he would open it. You probably prayed on the way to the interview. You probably prayed before the person called your name and said a quick prayer while he was talking to you or she was talking to you. I know I've done it. And then afterward, you said your thank you and your goodbye. And if they didn't tell you right there on the spot that you had the job, you walked out praying. And believing and knowing that this was for you. So applying that same principle, that same situation to your daily life is vital. It is so vital. You are who God says you are, not who man says you are. So, I said that the enemy is after the heads of the household. So, what I want to do now is to read to you uh, Praying with Fire by Barbara Billet. Now, if God, well, he's already leading me because he got me stirred up. I'm hot right now. Um, So, um, I'm going to read to you. In this is also going to be a a prayer. Um, And for those of you who are having, who are married. 
I want you to pray this prayer. Um, pray this prayer. And, and if you can, pray this prayer with your spouse. Because this will strengthen you. It will strengthen you as individuals and it will strengthen your relationship together. If you know this is the person that God wants you to be with. And look, sometimes it's as easy as saying, okay, God, (laughs) you have to ask those hard questions. And what I know is that it is tough sometimes to be able to compromise continuously. To be able to put others before you continuously. Somebody else's need before yours continuously. But God does it all the time. Jesus did it while he walked the earth. And remember that you are here. The Bible says that he wants us to do greater works than his son did here on earth. That means that he has given you the power and the authority to do so. And I don't want you to miss the mark. I don't want to miss the mark. That's why I'm here sharing this with you. Okay. So it says uh, prayers for the family. Okay. Uh, There is a major assault against marriages these days. There are weapons of strife, dissension, separation, and divorce coming against marriages. In order for marriages to survive this onslaught, couples will need to walk in submission to one another and to God's word. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not wear... We do not war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations of every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. This means that Satan, who is the God of this world, and it says that in 2 Corinthians 4 and 4, will try to deceive, to put negative thought patterns into the minds of spouses, to think negatively towards each other. The thoughts are then put into words of criticism and complaint, causing strife, which leads to all kinds of confusion and evil. And that is found in James 3 and 16. I'm going to continue to read. Excuse me, y'all. I'm trying to still fight a cold that um, my daughter bought home from school. So excuse me. Um, 
A good marriage requires the help of God to soften and fill the hearts with the love of God. In order to get the help of God, we need to pray in line with God's word, which his will be done. That's 1 John 5, um, 14 and 15. Hebrews 1 and 3 in the Amplified Version says says that the universe is upheld, maintained, guided. Forgive the interruption. Hebrews 1 verse 3 in the Amplified says that the universe is upheld, maintained, guided, and propelled by the word of his mighty power. And Luke 6, 47 through 49 says that the house that is built upon the rock will not fall. The rock is what, y'all? The rock is God's word. Your marriage can be upheld and maintained guided and propelled by the word of God every single day. It can be built upon the, a solid rock so that when the storm of strife divi- and division come against either of you, your marriage will not be moved, but will remain strong because you choose to do God's word and love and forgive one another instead of holding on to unforgiveness and grudges in Deuteronomy 30 19 and 20 says I have set before you life and death blessings and curse cursing therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live what we choose in our marriages guess what it affects our children and when they grow up they will be looking even if it's even if it's not um what do you call it even if it's not at the forefront of their minds they tend to find the type of person that they've seen in their home. If you think about it, even statistically, looking at statistics, people whose whose children have seen them be abused tend to gravitate towards people who are abusers. It's um it's in their mind even if they are unconsciously gravitating towards these people or unintentionally doing it. So I'm here today today to tell you to choose life. To choose life is to choose to forgive and let go of the resentments. To choose life is to choose to speak words that are good for building and blessing to the other person. Um, Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. 
choose to speak the words that will bring life to your marriage. Train and discipline yourself to speak life in line with God's word over your mate, over your marriage, over their job, over the people that they come in contact with. I'm telling you, when I pray for my husband, whether he's awake or asleep, I will even put my hand on, I anoint my hand with oil, not always, but if I have it close, I will, and put it right on his head. Not only that, God will lead me sometimes to get up and anoint his shoes, the inside of his um, work boots, to anoint his wallet, to anoint his uh, military uniform. To anoint his cover, which is his cap, the thing that's protecting his head while he's out here doing what, you know, he's being asked to do. I anoint everything. Sometimes I've even anointed his underclothes, socks, t-shirt, everything. Because I want him covered. When you complain, criticize, and speak negatively about your spouse and your marriage, your words bring death and destruction to the very marriage that once was kindled by the life and love of God. So choose to speak life about one another. Choose to let God's way of thinking and doing Be able to guide you. As a man thinketh, so is he. And I believe that's Proverbs 23, um, verse 7. So in order for your mind to be renewed and changed, you have to, one, have the word of God in you so that you can begin to use that word to speak over your situations, not just your marriage, your whole life. And, you know, in school, when they say, sometimes when I was in school, they would say, this is important. I need you to write this down. Or they would say something two or three times. Isn't that how we know that something is important? How many times have we, have I discussed, you know, Um, life and death is in the power of the tongue as a man uh, thinketh so he is on the podcast these are important things so remember them even if it's just a scripture a day take that scripture write that scripture out sit with that scripture for 10 minutes at a time and let God speak to you on that Use your time wisely. Jesus is coming back. And I know I'm not the only person out here saying it. Jesus is coming back. And I want you to be ready. I want to be ready. When he comes. Moving on. So. I want you to speak this um, marriage confession out loud at least once a day in order to release the power
power of God, God's word and love over your marriage. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we lift our marriages up to the throne of your grace. Lord, we choose to speak life and blessings over the marriage by speaking in line with your word. Today, I declare that Jesus Christ is Lord over my marriage and that the gates of hell, strife, division, and divorce shall not prevail against my marriage. Today, I declare that God has put my marriage together, that God has restored and revived the places that were uh, were dead or or deserted and that no man shall put to put it asunder in the name of Jesus my marriage is rooted and grounded in love and the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost we made a covenant with our God and I confess that we are committed to one another God ordained our marriage so that we would be one. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Holy Spirit, to hover over our marriage as you did over the earth in the beginning and brought order to the earth by the word of your power. I ask you to help us to be controlled by your leading and direction and that we would bear the fruit of love, joy, peace, kindness, aid, my, 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 goodness, long-suffering, come on here, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, my God, in our marriage. Father God, I confess and believe that we are kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving um, to one another, and readily and freely as Christ forgave us. We are forbearing and kind to one another. We are not unmannerly, selfish, or irritable, nor do we pay attention to a suffered wrong. I confess that your love is binding us together completely in ideal harmony and that the peace that comes from Christ rules in our hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in our mind. Come on here. I confess that we have your mind and that we have compassion for one another. I confess that we are tender-hearted and courteous, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult. On the contrary, Father God, I speak blessings huh, and favor, huh, joy and peace and love God praying for one another's welfare, praying for one another's happiness and protection that to this we have been called, that we may ourselves inherit a blessing from God and obtain a blessing, amen, as heirs that brings welfare, happiness, and protection to our home and our relationship. Father, I confess that we honor the marriage relationship and we both walk together as joint heirs of the grace of God together. And our prayers are not hindered in the name of Jesus.
Father God, that our prayers break barriers, that our prayers dismantle strongholds in the spirit, Father God, that we will see the manifestations of your love of our growth together in the physical, in the name of Jesus today. Today, Father, we decree by faith that no weapon formed against our marriage shall prosper and every tongue that would rise up in judgment shall be condemned in the name of Jesus. No evil shall befall us, neither shall any plague. Come on here. No calamity, no strife, no discord, no division or divorce come nigh us. For the Lord has given his angels a God charge over us and we are kept secure and safe and in unity and harmony in our marriage because God is our refuge. In the name of Jesus, Father, I decree that our marriage is blessed by God because I speak God's word over it. The gates of hell shall not prevail. In the name of Jesus, Father God, and I thank you, Lord, that you are working both to will and do your own good pleasures, not only in our marriage today, but forevermore in us collectively and individually. And God, we thank you right now that you are contending against that which is contending against our marriage. Hey, woo, hey, God that you are fighting against that which is fighting against our marriage in the name of Jesus. You said that you watch over your word to perform it and that your word will not return to you void, but void, but accomplish that which it is sent to do. Hey, God. So, Father, I believe and I receive by faith those things that I have spoken in line with your word and I thank you right now for the manifestation of unity peace love joy happiness in our marriage again and father we praise you in the name of Jesus right where you are give God some praise lift up your hands and praise God for that which he is going to do for you because you are victorious in your marriage you are victorious praise god for the breakthrough of harmony praise god for the breakthrough of trust and mutual respect peace and love in your marriage and god we give you all the glory in jesus mighty precious name we pray amen amen father god amen father god amen And I pray this prayer over every marriage in the nation right now in Jesus' mighty matchless name. So today, I want you to know who you are. You are a child of God. And you can speak his word over every situation, over your marriage just like we've used right here you heard it right here we found the scriptures I come against the enemy right now trying to shut my mouth (coughs) excuse me (coughs) excuse me 
We found the scriptures to go and that align with what you were praying for. And we applied it to your situation. That is how you use the word of God effectively. So go today in peace, knowing how to apply the word of God effectively and use it in every situation. I love you with the love of God. Excuse me, I'm getting uh, short. My breathing is short right now. I love you with the love of God and know that he is the one that can change and transform you and your situation. Uh, God bless you and have a phenomenal day on purpose. Remember that Genesis is your new beginning to intimacy and access with God. Please visit our website at genesiswithdinamali.com. We have a blog with additional content. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Genesis with Dina Mali. Twitter, Genesis with D-I-N and the number one. And remember to have a phenomenal day on purpose. Good morning. Today is Thursday, December 29th, 2022. We only have a few more days before um, the rest of the world goes into 2023. Um, If you study the Hebrew calendar, our new year began in September. Good morning. I just want to uh, share something with you this morning. I've been up in prayer, couldn't sleep too much. Um, he woke, woke me up early, y'all. It's about four or something. And I just began to give everything that was heavy, everything that felt unright on me to him. Because his word says, cast your cares on cast your cares on me and that is exactly what I wanted to share with you this morning I know that you feel heavy in one place or another whether it be work or family or ministry or anything, your job, your home, your finances. But God wants you to release those things to him right now. And worship and praise him for what's about to take place. Because there's a shifting taking place right now. In the name of Jesus. 
There is nothing too hard for God. If you listen to the previous podcast, there's nothing too hard for God. But we have to be willing to give some things up in order to to get the the blessings and, and things that he wants to give to us. We can't continue to hold on to things. You can't continue to hold on to sadness. You can't continue to hold on to hurt. You can't continue to hold on to sickness. You can't continue to hold on to depression. You have to let those things go. Something has to die for you to be able to live again. Woo! My God. And you have to know You have to know just like you get in your car every day and you know that it's going to start. You have to know that God is working everything that the enemy has has tried to put against you, has set out to, to, to take you off the right track, that God is turning those things around in your favor. You have to know that. And you have to trust him. You have to. Because he is our strength. And that's the the song that, while I was praying this morning, that just came over me. You are my strength. Strength like no other. Strength like no other. It reaches to me. And I heard God saying, I am your vindicator. I will vindicate you. You are my hope. Hope like no other. Hope like no other. It reaches to me. In the fullness of your grace, in the power of your name, you lift me up. Hallelujah, Jesus. You lift me up. So we have to trust God, regardless of what it is, regardless of who done something to you. We have to trust God, believe him, and know that he is taking care of everything. Everything. There is nothing that he can't do. No mountain is too big for him to move. No battle is too hard for him to win. And his word says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's something that just keeps playing in my mind. Yea, though I walk through the shadow. Yea, though I walk through the shadow. That means that there's light present. It's a shadow. The only way a shadow can be cast is if there's light present. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. He is with you. You are not alone. So I want to say this. 
get down on your knees, take five or 10 minutes and push, push through, get down on your knees and tell God, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for this moment. I want to thank you for my situation, regardless if it looks good or doesn't. I want to thank you for everything that you've done for me thus far in my life. I give you praise. I give you honor. And Father, I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your forgiveness for doing things that I know I should not have done. And know that you have been forgiven. Thank you, God, I thank you for forgiving me. I receive your forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus. But God, it's with a heavy heart that I come before you. And then you lay everything that you have going through your mind on that altar. And when you are done, you tell God, thank you. Thank you for relieving me of this burden or this weight that I'm carrying. Thank you for putting me here, this moment, right now. And Father, I wait for your response. And give him some time to respond to you. But know that you are not alone. Father God, I pray for every person that has a heavy heart this morning. God, I ask that you touch them right now. Touch every situation that they're dealing with right now, Father. God, I declare your supernatural peace among them in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for your forgiveness. God, we may not we may not always say it, Father, but we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. And God, thank you for allowing us to cast every care on you. God, we thank you that although we forgive others for things that they've done against us that we not forget. Father, that it be a reminder to continuously show your love to everyone around us, regardless of what's happening. God, allow us to continue to walk in your grace and your favor. God, we pray for those who are feeling sad around these holidays. God, those who have experienced loss after loss after loss. Father, allow them to walk in your peace right now in the name of Jesus. Your word says that you would not leave us nor forsake us, Father. Remind us of the thing that you put us here to accomplish. Remind us of our promise. The thing you whispered in our ear before we were formed in our mother's womb, God. And allow us to go forth in that, God. God, we thank you for keeping your word. 
for not taking your hand off of us, even in our darkest times. God, we thank you. We dismantle right now the spirit of depression, the spirit of sadness. Father, we lay these things on the altar right now for every person that's experiencing a financial hardship, oh God. We lay it on the altar right now, God. For every person whose mind is just going a mile a minute, Father God, slow it down right now in the name of Jesus. God, give them peace in their mind, peace in their homes, peace on their jobs, peace, God in their cars, wherever they are, Father. Remind them, remind them, God, the purpose that you've placed in them and allow us to walk in that. Remind us, oh God, who you are in this hour, God. Show us, God, right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We glorify your name. We lift you up on high, God. There is no one greater. There is no one like you, Father. There is no one whose light shines brighter than yours. Father, we thank you for being our strength and our weakest hour. God, we thank you when we can't stand anymore that we can kneel, oh God, and that we can come to the person who can heal all wounds not just heal them, but make them whole. Who shed their blood for us, for our sins. Who carried their cross through the city, being beaten. God, we thank you for the sacrifice you made by giving your only son. Father, we thank you and we worship you right now. In the name of Jesus, God, that as we go forward into man's new year, oh God, that in 2023, this will be the year of prosper. This will be the year of abundance. This will be the year of transformation. This will be the year of being made whole. This will be the year of no lack. Oh, God. God, we thank you right now. This will be the year where we show where our physical actions show who we truly represent. In the name of Jesus. God, I pray right now that your people withhold nothing. That we withhold nothing, God and allow you to go forward in our lives and do that which only you can do. God, we thank you for blessing us so we can be a blessing to others. God, we thank you for softening every hardened heart in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. God, we thank you that we will continuously pray fervently, God, for the people of the earth and our enemies, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you 
for every trial and every tribulation that we have gone through, God, that it has made us stronger. Oh, God, that we have come out wiser. Oh, God. God, we thank you for the naysayers. God, we thank you right now. And God, we ask that what we do from here on out, that they see that they have a physical representation of Christ, our Lord. And God, we thank you for your favor and your honor that touches and hits every home that listens to this in the name of Jesus. Father God, we count it not robbery that they tuned in at this time to hear you, to be encouraged by you, God. Father God, we pray that you shine your light in every dark area of their lives, God, and that they align themselves physically with the Holy Spirit that dwells within, in the name of Jesus. Father God, that the things that you've placed in their bellies, God, are birthed out. Yes, Lord, that they are stronger, Father God, that they are wiser, they walk in wisdom, in the name of Jesus. God, that they consult you, oh God, commune with you, oh God, before they do anything in 2023. God, that you would set them apart. Ah, Father, that you would set them apart, God, from society's norm in the name of Jesus. God, and we thank you, God, for the grace, God, and mercy that will go with them in this new year. In the name of Jesus. God, we thank you. We honor you. God, change their tongues, oh God. God, we slay every idol right now that is put before you, God, that is not you. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, we slay it down right now in the name of Jesus. God, and we tell you access granted. We tell you yes, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we give you honor and praise and we tell you thank you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There is no one like you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for keeping us this long, oh God. Thank you for keeping us in perfect peace, oh God, and help, God, and showering us with your love, God. We didn't see it then, oh God. But God, we thank you. We thank you right now. In Jesus' mighty, precious name we pray. Amen. I pray that you have a great day on purpose. And that you allow your spiritual eyes to lead you and guide you and do the things that God has called you to do. Remember, it may not always make sense but it makes faith. (laughs) It will always make faith. And God would not put you in any situation that he did not think you could handle. So stand up 
because he is already in you. You carry him with you everywhere that you go. So allow him to lead you. Stand up in him and allow him to guide you. And you will never be led astray because he loves you that much. Go forward and do what God has called you to do. And Happy New Year.